Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you once again for this opportunity to share your word tonight. We thank you for how you helped us last week with the topic, The Crucified Life. Thank you for giving us the grace to submit our members to be servants of righteousness. Lord, we say we are exalted in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that today, as we look also again into the word of liberty, we ask that you please indeed grant us liberty, grant us freedom in the name of Jesus. We ask that today, by the reason of your word, you open our understanding, that your light will shine upon us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Uh, once again, I want to welcome us to another session of uh, the Word Feast section, uh, Word Feast, uh, the Word Feast session, and I pray that God will use these uh, sessions to bless us in the name of Jesus. Last week we began the topic, the crucified life, and then last week specifically we spoke about uh, what the crucified life is. Uh, we said uh, specifically. To be crucified means to uh, to die, to put to death. Crucifixion means to put to death, and that uh, crucifixion is uh, of essence or is needed so as to allow for the life, the new life within, to break forth. And we also learned last week that uh, except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. Okay, but if it falls down to the ground, uh, to the ground and dies, uh, it brings forth much fruit. And that tells us that. If we must walk in the newness of life that God intends for us, uh, there's a need to shed off the old life. There's a need to take on uh, the new nature that uh, is available to us in Christ, the divine nature. Okay, And also if you must experience multiplication, if you must experience an increase in terms of uh, godly character, we must be willing to, to, be, to dedicate our lives to be planted in the kingdom of of, of God, we must be willing to uh, to shed off, to say goodbye, uh, to hold lifestyle, and to take on uh, the new ways, to learn and to take on the new ways in Christ. Because it's not just enough for us uh, to say goodbye to the old ways, but we must be uh, willing and ready to learn the new ways in Christ. Okay, because it's not just uh, like what the book of Psalms chapter one says. Just like what Psalms uh, chapter one says, that blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the ways of the sinner, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But uh, his delight is in the word of the Lord. Okay, that tells us that uh, it's not just enough for you not to uh, turn away from evil ways, but you to delight in the law. Okay, so that actually uh, makes us to prosper uh, in this kingdom. Okay, so for us to multiply, for us to increase in, in, in godly character, we must be willing to say goodbye to the old ways and pick on the new lifestyle in Christ. And that's why Jesus Christ said, uh, I am the way, okay, the truth, and the life. Okay, Jesus Christ told the disciple, uh, for you to be made, okay, you must follow me. Okay, we must follow through. He says, uh, we should carry our cross uh, daily and follow him. So there's a need to follow, uh, follow him. Okay, there's a need to get acquainted with his ways uh, so that uh, we can actually adequately work in the newness of life. And also, uh, still talking about uh, what the crucif- crucifixion is, that it talks about death to, uh, to self, okay, talking about the willingness to uh, 
to to let self be reduced so that Christ more of Christ could be revealed through us and we saw in John chapter 3 verse 30 as stated last week uh, that uh, John said that Christ must increase uh, as he decrease okay he is not that light okay he said to to the people that he is not that light but the true light is the man who has come to take the sin of the world okay so uh, we are just a vessel so to speak uh, but then if the light of Christ must shine through us okay if the works of god if, if the manifold wisdom of god must be revealed through us we must be willing to submit our wisdom we must be willing to uh, to relinquish our our skill our effort at the feet uh, of jesus okay because light connotes works okay he said that jesus christ said that let your light so shine that our people or men might see your good works and give glory to your heavenly father which, in, which is in heaven okay so but if, if the light of god if the if, if the works of of god uh, must be wrought in our lives must be wrought through us we must be willing to let self everything that connotes self uh, diminish we must be willing to drop our own understanding okay we must be willing to drop our own reasoning okay uh, that's why the book of proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 uh, talks about that we should trust in the lord with all of our hearts and not lean on our own understanding and at that point that we relinquish our own understanding that we relinquish uh, the ability to 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 lead ourselves through god is committed to holding us i say at that point then he will hold our steps okay uh the word of god made us to understand that his grace is sufficient for us okay his grace is sufficient for us irrespective of our weaknesses okay the grace of god uh, is is uh, shows up okay when we uh, acknowledge uh, the fact that there are weaknesses that we, that that, uh, that we have that we that we can't do it on our own and that the grace of god uh, shows up for us at that point okay so if the light of god must show forth in our lives uh if the works of god must manifold wisdom of god must be revealed through us uh, if the life of god must must show forth through us i must be willing to let self reduce drastically to the point that uh people will not see us but then god is all that they see through us and lastly we also talk about uh, crucif- uh crucifixion uh to mean a uh, uh, sacrifice living a sacrificial life and uh, we, we saw last week in uh, romans chapter 12 verse 2 that we're told to present our bodies as living sacrifices okay uh, acceptable unto only and acceptable unto god and that's our only reasonable service okay that uh if 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 we must be acceptable okay to god in all that we do for him a uh, sacrifice presenting our body as living sacrifice uh is very very crucial okay it's very very uh, important i told us that today we'll be looking at how to be a living sacrifice because that was where we stopped uh last week okay so to uh, start with today we would continue with that verse romans chapter 12 verse 2 uh, that i just quoted now i'm going to read it again for us it says i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies okay a living sacrifice only acceptable to god which is your reasonable service okay so i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you not uh, your friend not your pastor not your wife not your husband but you do something with your body okay nobody can present your body for you nobody can do anything about your body except for you okay nobody can uh can exercise your body for you 
nobody can eat for you. So he's saying that you present your body. You do something with your body. As a matter of fact, you must understand that uh, as, as humans or human beings who are created in the very image of God, okay, we are primarily spiritual beings because God said in the book of Genesis uh, that chapter 1 and chapter 2 that we should create, let us make man in our own image, in our own very likeness. Okay, and we saw in the book of John that God is a spirit. Okay, and if God is a spirit, uh, it's, uh, it invariably means that man also is a spirit. If we are to be created in the image of God and the likeness of God, just like uh, what God said in, in the book of Genesis chapter 1 and, and chapter 2. And that's why we saw in chapter 2 that when God was to make man, he didn't become a living soul until God breathed into him uh, his, his, his breath, until God breathed into him his spirit, okay? And that tells us that the, at the core, okay, of man is the spirit being, okay? You take out the spirit, the man uh, becomes dust. Man becomes lifeless. As a, man, as a matter of fact, uh, it, it now becomes, uh, now it becomes, uh, or, or it now comes down to the level of, all other animals at that level once the spirit uh, being is taken off okay so we must understand that we are spirit beings okay that possess or have a body okay but now apostle paul uh, god is uh, admonishing us here through apostle paul that we should do something with with our bodies telling us that we should own our body okay we should be able to control our body not our bodies controlling us Okay, when your body have you, there's going to be a problem. Okay, because the carnal man is enmity. Okay, the, the, the flesh is enmity against the spirit of God. Okay, uh, when we allow our flesh, our body to control, to dictate, okay, to tell us what to do, uh, we can be so sure that we are working against the will of God. It does not matter how good that 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 uh, idea might look like. It does not matter how good how, how good that suggestion might look like from the physical standpoint. If it is done in 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 uh, in, in the flesh, if it is uh allowed if, if it is done based on the leading of our emotions our feelings then you can be sure of working out of the will of god okay but here apostle paul is saying that you present your body claim, claim ownership okay from the we control we should allow the control to come from inside out okay we should allow uh here paul is showing us uh the hierarchy of authority okay how uh authority should 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 flow okay our uh, principles our, our authority how decree should flow from inside out that laws and principles authority should flow from your spirit outside not from outside inside when you allow your spirit to dictate to your flesh what to do okay you can be sure of walking uh, in the right path so he says that here present your bodies okay uh do it yourself Okay, nobody will do it for you. It does not matter how much prayer is being done for you until you begin to present your body. Until you do something with your body, okay, uh, you will not get positive results. Okay, 
Christ has done everything that needs to be done for us. Okay, he died on the cross for us, and by believing in his death, okay, and also believing in his resurrection on the third day, uh, we were changed on the inside. We were given a new spirit, we were made a new man. Okay, but if that newness of life must reflect on the outward man, we must do something, we must uh, take responsibility by ensuring that the outward man conform to the laws of the spirit, okay, which is on the inside. Okay, so now it says that you present your bodies. A living sacrifice. Now, this uh, this is a paradox here, uh, because we understand that for you to have a sacrifice, uh, there must be death. Okay, you sacrifice uh, actually connotes uh, killing or offering uh, uh, an animal to to a deity. Okay, to a supreme being. Okay, and for you to have a sacrifice, you there must be death. Okay, but he's now saying that you present your body a living sacrifice. Okay, uh, while you are alive. Okay, yield the members of your body, okay, as a living sacrifice. Now, let's look at Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6 to have a clear um, understanding of what this is talking about. Romans chapter 6 verse 13. Now, Romans 6 13 says, Romans 6 13 says, And do not present your bodies as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourself to God as being alive from the dead. Another version says, do not yield your body. Okay, so when Paul was saying we should present our bodies as living sacrifice, what he's saying in essence, we should yield our members. We should yield our body as, uh, as members, as instruments of righteousness to God. Okay, as members, as instruments of righteousness to God that were alive, as ones that are alive, as not ones that are dead. Okay, yielding your instruments, okay, to do the works of righteousness. Yielding your instruments truly as instruments of life, doing the works of life. Okay, so when he says uh, we should present our bodies, okay, as a living sacrifice, what he's saying in essence is that we yield our members, okay, as instruments of righteousness, okay, that's what our sacri- using our members as living sacrifice to mean, okay, so we must understand that nobody can do it for us, okay, and that means uh, this uh, verse, Romans chapter 12 verse 1, tells us uh, immediately that there is a role for you to play uh, in terms of living a crucified life, okay, uh, there is a role for you to to play, you know, we commonly quote the scriptures that says that we are we are we are dead, uh, we are we are crucified with Christ, and we've been raised up with Him on the third day. Okay, that is fine, but you must understand that there is a role for you to play. Okay, you have a responsibility to play by yielding your members. Okay, it's not just enough for us to make confessions. Okay, of a truth, we were dead. Okay, we we we, are, we 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 died with Christ. Okay, and as a result, the sinful desires are are been made dead. Of a truth, we rose with Him on the third day. We were raised with Him. Okay, in heavenly places, above powers, above principalities, we are seated together with Christ in heavenly places. Fine. Okay, but beyond that, we must do the works. Okay, that so true that truly shows uh, our confession. Okay, our faith without works is dead. Or uh, is dead. We say, "Show me your faith, and I will show you my faith by my works." Okay, so if if this truly this confession is true, then we must work 
according to our confessions okay we must yield our members as a living sacrifice so now the question now is how do i yield my members as living sacrifice how do i yield my members as living sacrifice i'm going to be looking at uh one uh scripture here uh that is uh, going to be beneficial for us uh concerning this topic first corinthians chapter 9 verse 27 it says uh the new internet international version says i strike a blow to my body i make it uh, my sleeve so that after i have preached to others i myself will not be disqualified king james version says but i keep under my body and bring it into subjection okay he said uh paul here is saying one way we could uh, present our bodies as living, living sacrifice is by presenting our bodies i mean is by subjecting our bodies okay is by keeping your body under okay new king james version says but i discipline my body and bring it into subjection okay discipline your body okay chastising your body and why is it important or necessary for us to discipline to chastise our body we must understand that it takes a someone who is stronger on the inside to deal with the outward man okay if you are not stronger on the inside if you don't have the inner capacity okay to deal with the flesh the outward man it will be impossible for you to subject the body okay it will be impossible for for you to destroy the works of the flesh it will be impossible for you to present your bodies as living sacrifice because your flesh is waging war okay your flesh wants to have its way but the only way to 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 subject the only way to to have to 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 uh, to break your body to crucify it is by disciplining it is by subjecting it okay and one way we can subject or discipline or, or, or chastise our body is through fasting okay we, we might not like it it might be a painful process like i told us last week that crucifixion is not a palatable process okay there is no one that is being crucified okay truly that that laughs or that that smiles why is going that is why is undergoing crucifixion crucifixion is a painful process and that's why whenever we undergo fasting okay your flesh is always crying your stomach is always biting you always telling you that it's hungry or you always at a point you feel weak okay you feel a render your body is rendered useless at that point okay that's the chastening process okay and like i told us uh, when i started i just just enough for us to to let go of the old way but we must take on the new way as we are chastising the flesh our body as well depriving it of what of what can strengthen it we must feed on what we strengthen the inner man we must feed our inner inner man that way the inner man gets uh supremacy he gains ascendancy over the outward man and that way doing the will of god becomes easy becomes easy okay so that's what is simply mean uh by presenting your body because it takes uh you chastising your outward man it takes you subjecting it takes you disciplining your outward man for he to listen for you to do your bidding as a, as, as a spiritual being okay uh, that's what it simply means okay when it comes to presenting your bodies okay so uh in conclusion i don't want us to forget the focus of this uh, of this teaching because uh, for us to be fruitful 
for the Christian life to be a meaningful one. For us not just to bear have the form of godliness and to deny the power thereof, sacrificial life is important, is necessary. Okay, crucified life is necessary. Anyone who, do, who is not ready to crucify the flesh is not ready or is not fit to carry the glory. Anyone who is not willing to live a life of sacrifice is not ready to experience glory. Okay, Jesus Christ says that anyone that must, uh, that must experience glory, if you want to be where I am, then you must first of all fall down and die. Okay, you must first of all fall down and die. Okay, you want to experience the same glory that I'm experiencing. Jesus Christ said that uh, the corner of it must first of all fall to the ground and die. You must be willing to let go. Okay, nothing goes for nothing. You can't make an omelette without breaking eggs. You can't live your life anyhow and expect the power of God to fall on you. It takes the place of consecration. It takes the place of sacrifice. Okay, the more time you spend with God, the more of God rubs off on you and the more of his power that is revealed through you. Okay, Moses was uh, uh, was, a, was a man that, 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 that saw God face to face. Moses was a man that wrought wonders. Okay, Moses was a man who, through whom God wrought special miracles, who, through whom God wrought, I mean, marvelous things. But we were also told that Moses was the makest man, man on earth, the makest, willing to humble himself, to put himself down. Okay, to the point that I mean, when God saw that, saw the point to which he was willing to go, you know, God showed him his back. Okay, and when he came down from the from, 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 from the mount, his face was shining to the point that he had to cover his face for him to talk to the people. Okay, that's what it takes to carry the glory. Okay, so as individuals, okay, this thing does is not just meant for men of God. The glory of God is not just meant for, 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 for special people, but it's meant for all. Every one of us we are called joint heirs with Christ. But it takes an individual who is willing to pay the price, okay, to see the glory. Okay, so if you've been crying to see the glory of God, you've been crying to have, to see the manifestation of God in your life, you want to have access to the same inheritance that Christ have in God, okay? You want to do the same works that Jesus did and much more, very much more, you must be willing to sacrifice. You must be willing to let go. You must be willing to live a crucified life, okay? Paul did wrought special miracles, but that same Paul said that I die daily. I subject my body, okay, daily. For him to see that and these things these people are like men okay just like us of like passion men of like passions like us okay if they can't do it if they can do it we can do it jesus christ said the works that i do shall you do also okay and greater works than this all he just asks from us is to uh, crucify the flesh live a sacrificial life be willing to give something okay be willing to sacrifice be willing to spend more time. And that's why God is saying that I seek for true worshippers. Okay? God is still seeking for a man that will stand in the gap. Are you willing to do that? And I pray that as we make that decision, okay, to separate ourselves, as we make that decision 
to yield our members as members of righteousness, as, as individuals that will not compromise our stand. I pray that the power, the glory of God will begin to manifest I mean, himself through us wherever we go in the name of Jesus. Shall we pray? Father, we want to thank you once again for tonight. Thank you for the word that has come to us. We ask for the grace, for the enablement, okay, to, to, to live a sacrificial life. We ask for the grace, okay, to, to live uprightly at this time, okay, in this generation. We ask that you give unto us in the name of Jesus. We ask that we, are, we acknowledge that our weaknesses, we acknowledge that we can't do it on our own. And Father, therefore, we ask that please let your grace be sufficient for us. We ask for more grace. We ask for the doing grace. We ask for the grace to do. We ask for the grace to separate ourselves, the grace to consecrate ourselves. Give it unto us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered. All glory and adoration belongs to you. In Jesus' mighty, precious name, we are free. Amen and amen. See you next week uh, once again uh, uh, for the continuation of this series, Crucified Life. Hallelujah. <laughs>